Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. The Lord be with you. Amen. Welcome to morning celebration of Mass here at St. Bride's Church in Camus Lang, which is the funeral Mass for the repose of the soul of Maureen Maguire. Welcome Brian and Desmond and family members who are here with us, and also other parishioners as well. Today is a quite remarkable event in the life of our own parish because today we come to celebrate the funeral mass of someone who lived to be 105 years of age, an astonishing age in, in many ways, an age which has transcended the decades and uh, the different periods of our own recent history. Maureen herself was also a very remarkable person as well in many senses. Uh, good and, and kind and, and dignified uh, and uh, so good in so many different ways. Today we've come uh, to thank God for graces given to her life and graces that come through her life to other people as well. As we begin our Mass then we call to mind our sins in the hope of God's mercy and forgiveness. Lord Jesus, your mighty God and Prince of Peace, Lord have, mercy. Lord, have mercy. Lord Jesus, your word of God made flesh and splendor of the Father. Christ have, Christ, have mercy. Lord Jesus, you're the way, the truth, and the life. Lord have, mercy. Lord, have mercy. And may Almighty God have mercy on us, forgive us our sins, and bring us to everlasting life. Amen. Let us pray. O God, Almighty Father, our faith professes that your Son died and rose again. Mercifully grant that through this mystery, your servant Maureen, who has fallen asleep in Christ, may ri rejoice to rise again through him, who lives and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, one God forever and ever. Amen. Please be seated.
A reading from the book of Job. Job said, Ah, would that these words of mine were written down, inscribed on some monument with iron chisel and engraving tool, cut into the rock forever. This I know, that my avenger lives, and he, the last, will take his stand on earth. After my awakening, he will set me close to him, and from my flesh I shall look on God. He whom I shall see will take my part. These eyes will gaze on him and find him not aloof. The word of the Lord. A reading from the letter of St. Paul to the Romans. The life and death of each of us has its influence on others. If we live, we live for the Lord, and if we die, we die for the Lord, so that, alive or dead, we belong to the Lord. This explains why Christ both died and came to life. It was so that he might be Lord both of the dead and of the living. We shall all have to stand before the judgment seat of God, 
as scripture says, by my life, it is the Lord who speaks. Every knee shall bend before me, and every tongue shall praise God. It is to God, therefore, that each of us must give an account of himself. The word of the Lord. be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Luke. And Jesus said to his disciples, see that you're dressed for action and have your lamps lit. Be like men and women waiting for their master to return from the wedding feast, ready to open the door as soon as he comes and knocks. And happy those servants whom the master finds awake when he comes. I tell you solemnly, you'll put on an apron, sit them down at table and wait on them. It may be in the second watch he comes or in the third, but happy those servants if if he finds them ready. And you may be quite sure of this, that if the householder had known at what hour the burglar would come, He would not have let anyone break through the wall of his house. You too must stand ready, because the Son of Man is coming at an hour you do not expect. The Gospel of the Lord. There has been nobody, no one who has lived to be so old in this parish as Maureen Maguire. A few have certainly lived beyond 100, but no one has lived to the age of 105. And what an extraordinary thing that is. She lived longer than anyone born in that same year, anywhere in the world, only perhaps with a few exceptions lived longer than anyone born in the 20th century, with a few exceptions, lived through more things in one lifetime than most have lived uh, in their own lifetime, lived also in a house for over 90 years. She belongs to a special group of people who by some act of benevolence, mercy and providence of God, has lived well beyond what is seen as a normal lifetime. I'm sure that she would 
not be one to give us any advice or any secret that she possessed. I'm sure it was not some secret sherry taken before going to bed or the like. It's just a strange act of providence that took her way beyond the normal tally of her years. Of course, she outlived her brothers and sister, her friends, colleagues and neighbours by a country mile. Few are left, just a few family members. Even Bernadette is gone, Brian's wife, who was so faithful and watchful over Maureen, she also has gone. As her parish priest, my admiration for her was unbounded. She seemed to me to be a woman of another time. She had the most impeccable manners and very courteous. She had such dignity, erect and poise, even as the years progressed. It was clear to me always that she was bright, smart, intelligent and had a most sharp mind. She was born 13 years after this very church was opened. Her whole life was lived in the shadow of this church. She had an incredible long memory for all the priests and the past events associated with the church. I've come to see her as in many ways embodying the church from its earliest days to the present. A person from those early days of the parish who lived right through to the present time who lived through great periods of change in the world and in the church and remained always steadfast in faith St Peter the great apostle is described as being like a rock but likewise she could easily be described in the same way she was brought up in the first few years of her life in the main street in the town. Her family had Irish roots. She moved in the 1920s and lived at Duke's Road for over 90 years until moving to Presswick to be beside Brian and Bernadette. In that same home, at Bre uh, uh, care home in Presswick, she was exceptionally well looked after and well loved by the staff there. In her early years, she rose quite high in her profession. During the war years, she was in a reserved occupation at Redpath Brown in the naval drawing section. She was company secretary in a broadsheet newspaper and Catholic printer. She was PA to a chief executive of a travel company as well. She was smart, efficient, and very intelligent. She lived with Willie, uh, her brother, until he died a number of years ago. They were very content and very devoted to each other. It was hard when he died, but she came to accept it, even living on her own, which she had never done before. She lived a very simple and very contented life. She's obviously quite artistic, Artistic gifts were all around the, the house, painted plates and decoupage that adorned the walls. At Mass today, St Paul reminds us that the life and death of each of us 
has its influence on the other. That sentiment feels true today. The way, the character, the values and the style of Maureen's life has had a profound effect on all of us who have known her. St Paul continues in that reading to speak of something which is deeply Christian. If we live, we live for the Lord. If we die, we die for the Lord. That sense that through our life, our baptism itself, unites us profoundly uh, with the friendship of Christ himself, and we are transformed by that very mystery of Christ in our life. And for us who looked at Maureen over the years and knew her, we knew that that was exactly true. Not only did her faith mean much to her, but also had transformed her. We know that the greatest moment of transformation comes in death itself, where we enter into the very mystery of God. In a quiet and dignified way, Maureen lived that faith throughout her life with great faithfulness to the end. Transparent goodness, which is a clear sign of holiness, was very evident in her. We are not afraid for her today, for we can think of her as in no other place than in heaven itself. One of the problems uh, that came with advancing years uh, for Maureen was deafness. In the home itself, it became quite difficult. Even in Duke's Road, it was difficult too. But despite the difficulty, her eyes often fixed on you and used to shine and dance with merriment and, and humour. It was a great privilege to be her priest, to be her friend and to be her confidant over these years. She was a standout kind of person, not only because she'd lived a long life, but because of that quiet dignity and that simple goodness. At an early stage in, in her nephew's life, Brian, she took care of him after the death of his mother and effectively became his mother. They were very close to each other and I know had deep affection for each other. This love of Maureen was passed to Bernadette, to their children, and to also on to their young children as well. Today we are marking the death of the oldest parishioner ever in this parish. And I suppose in some ways her passing marks the end of a generation that she belonged to. We are always conscious of receiving our faith from others, especially from people who valued their faith. And we feel as if that we have received the gift of faith from people the likes of Maureen, who believed and lived it in daily life. They set a high bar for each of us to believe and live out as well. It was easy at the end to see that Maureen's life, uh, in Maureen's life, she was tired. Or why would she not be having lived so long? She fell asleep a lot in the last years in the home. But we sense now that she now awakes from that sleep. 
and her eyes are opened onto a new landscape, a new place where she will be welcomed by the Lord, taken by the hand and brought in. She will be set down at the table and her place is assured there. Please stand. We come to our loving Father, asking him to give eternal rest to the departed and comfort and hope to the living. For the family of the church, that we may grow in our faith in the power of Jesus over sin and death, we pray to the Lord. Lord, hear our prayer. For the leaders of nations, that they may promote peace and justice in the world. We pray to the Lord. Lord, hear our prayer. For those who mourn their loss, especially the family and friends of our sister Maureen, that their grief may be lightened by the risen Christ and his promise to unite us again in our heavenly home. We pray to the Lord. Lord, hear our prayer. For Maureen, our sister, who sleeps in the Lord, that she may be raised up on the last day and receive the reward of her goodness. We pray to the Lord. Lord, hear our prayer. In silent prayer, let us remember our personal needs and intentions. God of our salvation, you reward the just and console those who mourn. Hear our prayers in the name of your risen Son, who lives and reigns forever and ever. We now join in singing our offertory hymn, number 516, O God, we give ourselves today.
brothers and sisters, that my sacrifice endures may be acceptable to God, the Almighty Father. As we humbly present to you these offerings, O Lord, for the salvation of your servant, we beseech your mercy that she who did not doubt your son to be a loving saviour may find in him a most merciful judge who lives and reigns forever and ever. Amen. The Lord be with you. Amen. Lift up your hearts. Amen. Let us give thanks to the Lord our God. Amen. It's truly right and just, our duty and our salvation, always and everywhere to give you thanks. Lord, Holy Father, almighty and eternal God, for even though by our own fault we perish, yet by your compassion and your grace, when seized by death according to our sins, we are redeemed through Christ's great victory and with him called back into life. And so, with the powers of heaven, we worship you constantly on earth, and before you, without end, we acclaim. Holy, holy, holy Lord God of grace, heaven and earth are full of your glory. Blessed to see you come to the name of the Lord. You are indeed holy, O Lord, the fount of all holiness. Make holy, therefore, these gifts we pray, by sending down your Spirit upon them like the dewfall, so that they may become for us the body and blood of our Lord Jesus Christ. At the time he was betrayed and entered willingly into his passion, he took bread and, giving thanks, broke it and gave it to his disciples, saying, Take this, all of you, and eat of it, for this is my body, which will be given up for you. In a similar way, when supper was ended, he took the chalice, and once more, giving thanks, he gave it to his disciples, saying, Take this, all of you, and drink from it, for this is the chalice of my blood, the blood of the new and eternal covenant, which will be poured out for you and for many for the forgiveness of sins. Do this in memory of me. The mystery of faith. We proclaim your death, O Lord, and profess your resurrection until you come again. Therefore, as we celebrate the memorial of his death and resurrection, we offer you, Lord, the bread of life and the chalice of salvation, giving thanks that you've held us worthy to be in your presence and minister to you. Humbly we pray that, sharing in the body and blood of Christ, we may be gathered into one by the Holy Spirit. Remember, Lord, your church spread throughout the world. Bring her to the fullness of charity, together with Francis, our Pope, Joseph, our Bishop, and all the clergy. Remember your servant Maureen, whom you have called from this world to yourself. Grant that she who was united with your son in a death like his may also be one with him in his resurrection. Remember also all our brothers and sisters who have fallen asleep in the hope of the resurrection and all who have died in your mercy. Welcome them into the light of your face. Have mercy on us all, we pray, that with the Blessed Virgin Mary, Mother of God, Joseph, her spouse, blessed apostles, all the saints who have pleased you throughout the ages, that we may merit to be coerced to eternal life and may praise and glorify you through your Son, Jesus Christ. Through him and with him and in him, O God Almighty Father, in the unity of the Holy Spirit, 
All glory and honour is yours forever and ever. We pray with confidence to God our Father in the prayer that Jesus has taught us. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Deliver us, Lord, we pray, from every evil. Graciously grant peace in our days that by the help of your mercy we may always be free from sin and safe from all distress as we await the blessed hope and the coming of our Saviour, Jesus Christ. Lord Jesus Christ, who said to your apostles, Peace I leave you, my peace I give you, but not in our sins, but in the faith of your Church, and graciously grant her peace and unity in accordance with your will, who will live and reign forever and ever. Amen. And the peace of the Lord be with you always. Now let's offer one another a sign of peace. Behold the Lamb of God, behold him who takes away the sins of the world. Blessed are those called to the supper of the Lamb. Lord, I am not worthy that you should enter into my room, but only say the word, my soul shall be yours. We'll now sing our communion hymn number 500, O Bread of Heaven. Jesus, dearest treasure. 
Let us pray. Lord God, whose Son left us in the sacrament of his body, food for the journey, mercifully grant us strengthened by it, Maureen may come to the eternal table of Christ, who lives and reigns forever and ever.
We now join in singing our final hymn, number 706, Walk With Me. Walk with me, O my Lord, through the darkest night and brightest day. Through the darkest night and brightest day 